Hey guys, have you checked out 336 Daily? Did you know that sometimes, in fact, pretty often, I've been recording it in my car while driving to different job sites? That's how easy Anchor is to make podcasts. With Anchor, you can record your podcast and edit your podcast and upload your podcast all in the Anchor app, and then it makes sure it goes after iTunes and Spotify and wherever you need to put it. It, they take care of everything, distribution. They help you with advertising and getting in commercials. Check out the Anchor app. Go to the App Store and download the Anchor app for free or go to anchor.fm to check it out. Boys and girls, Baltimore sports fans of all ages, welcome to section 336, Next Generation Baltimore Sports Talk. I am your endearingly studying host, Matt Sroka. As always, I'm joined by a guy who turned down an opportunity to be the moderator for the Hogan Jealous debate tonight. I'm joined by the zany one, Burt Rohde. Well, it was either that or the uh, the uh, Brett Kavanaugh thing, so I, I chose section 336 <laughs> above all else. The Brett Kavanaugh thing. What, were you going to accuse him of something, too? No, but I wanted to officiate the hearing. Is that something they would let me do? Not till Thursday. I think that's Thursday. You get I'm a little that. early. Yeah, but if you want to come out with some <laughs> kind of accusation. Yeah. Well, you know, everyone's had their issues in the past. Is the uh, is sure. the World's Worst Intern involved in this uh, governor debate? Ooh, I don't know. If we if we turned on PBS, maybe we can see him on the uh, or oh, the governor MPT, debate whatever it is. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know if you know this, Bert, but we vote for governor in about a month. I'm never voting for anything ever again in my life. And they're just having one debate, and it's just an hour long. And this is this is it tonight. Yeah, I don't even know who the opposite other guy is against them. I'm a big fan of Larry Hogan, but I mean, it's not enough Uh to make me want to vote one way or the other. Well, I think is that why you got that "Make Maryland Great Again" hat? I saw. Is that a thing? Or uh, Uh, we're also joined by the button lever, Josh. Yeah, it's about time. Jumping right in. It's political. Hey, we're on Twitter. We're, we're, we're everywhere. And you stream and Twitch. If Anywhere that you know that yeah. does live broadcast. Grinder. We're nowhere. Hey, Bert. Yo. You, do, you have, <laughs> do you have our... Never mind. I'll take care of it. You know, there's, only, there's one... There is one thing that we are not on. What's that? And that is Instagram. Oh, Snapchat? I, oh, Instagram. I love Instagram. We are not on Instagram because they don't let you, like, just go live from uh, the computer. And mm. we need to go live from the computer. Yeah, right. we can't we can't be having telephones. So I was gonna send this live from my uh, phone, but I've never been live on Instagram, so I don't know how that wow. even works. Well, if we're going live on Twitch and on YouTube and on Twitter and on Facebook, we got to go live on Instagram. All right, we are now live on Instagram. All right, Josh, please hold that up <laughs> the entire time. That'd yeah. be sweet. As you can see, it's a pain to go live on Instagram from our phone, so we're just going live on Instagram just to tell people. To go on to uh, what's what do Twitter. we call them? Twitter, Twitter, or Twitter Facebook, or Facebook, YouTube. I mean, what if I just got an iPhone stand that just did this, <laughs> there you and go. we just rebroadcast <laughs> our our <laughs> monitor? Dude, do we have uh, the express written uh, permission from uh, Section three three six? Is there is there someone out there who has access to who doesn't have access to oh, Facebook you know or Twitter, but has access? Uh, 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 Instagram's got to go like this way, right? Instagram. 
Yeah. I'm not yeah. sure. Because the Orioles are so bad, we got nothing to talk about. We're going to talk about our the social media platforms yes, the entire time. I love technology. Right. So but not as much as you, you see. Yeah. If you're watching on Instagram, that's a crappy way to watch. <laughs> so yeah. you, what you really got to do is go on over to Twitter or Facebook or Twitch or you uh, or uh, YouTube. Yeah. Twitch, YouTube, Twitter, Facebook. We're on all those. Just search Section 336. Yeah, at least for this week. <laughs> and it's a good week to have us on all these different platforms because there's so much to cover. Well, and it's it's also <laughs> it's also an experiment where you guys we need you guys to tell us what account you like, where where we should stream to. Like, do we stream to five or six different sites at the same time or do you all want us on Facebook like we've been doing or is Twitter this cool new Twitter periscope whatever you call it What's the best way to get us into your bedroom? Uh chocolates. <laughs> Yep. All right, let's get into. You guys want to start? Ra- ra- start with the Ravens or Orioles? You know what's fun? Yeah, I never turned on our mics. So, so what? what? It's, it's been, been silent. It's, it's been, been silent. silent. Now, now I'm hearing like three of me. Of me. Yeah, yeah, you're hearing three. three. Our, our mics, mics have not been on, on for streaming. Mm. So that's been a problem. Mm. Now our mics are on for streaming. Oh, so man. everyone heard the theme music. They did not hear us talking about it. That's okay. embarrassing. Okay. That's what happens when you try to stream the 17 <laughs> sites at once. Yeah, and we just lost all our listeners. Yeah. Awesome. The good thing is... Peace out, coconuts. If you're listening to this as a podcast, like most people, <coughs> you heard everything. No problem. And you know where to catch us online next week. Yeah. Everyone else, hopefully you joined in now with the audio. All right. What do you do to your arm, by the way? It's just... For the live streamers. It's just some type of fungus. What's on your arm? Well, I'm, I'm, very, I'm, I'm very, glad that I'm on this side of the desk. It's, it's very infectious. Is it poison ivy? I don't know. How did it get there? I don't know, but it's a very uncomfortable spot to be in. You know, because every time you fold your arm, like itches up. Yeah. So I just like rub it on things. I'm near to get the <laughs> right, itch out. Right. I had a sweatshirt yeah. on, but it's like 90 degrees in here. I turned on the air. This was the first day I was going to be able to sport my uh, Here's Baltimore sweatshirt in the, the past four months. The problem is you wore that. That's a nice sweatshirt. Yeah. What you should have worn is the giveaway sweatshirt from last week yeah. or two weeks ago. The uh, hooded t-shirt. The hooded t-shirt. The zippy. Yeah. Yeah. So some Oriole news this week, or you want to go Ravens. What do you want to do? Well, we can start with the Orioles because I want to I talk about a couple of this stuff. Um, so let, let's set one thing straight. Okay. Buck Showalter is not getting fired. Right. He would have been fired <laughs> right. months ago if he was going out. to get fired. He's not going to get fired now. He's going to coach and manage until the end of his contract. Right. Then they're going to make a decision whether to renew or not renew. But no one's getting fired here. They're but just they, choosing not to renew a contract. Right. But it sounds like they chose not to renew. Or, they went, or like. they went to Buck and Buck said, no, I don't want to stay. And either way, they're gonna. Sounds like they're gonna move on without Buck. Yeah, which um, so it sounds like at this point, Dan Duquette's staying, Buck Showalter's going. Uh, Does this surprise you? One guy's source, Bob Nightingale. Yeah, Bob 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 Nightingale of the Boston Globe, right? So let's let's run with that. Globe tweeted (laughs) it out, right? I mean, but but it's also it's also like stuff that we kind of made the assumption on. I think we kind of assumed that as Oriole fans, that we thought there was a good chance Dan was going to stick around and not so much Buck. We knew one guy was gone, at it, least. Uh, yeah, uh, you would have hoped. I'd, I would have been fine with both of them being gone. What's What do you think about, uh, I mean, if this truly is the case, and it's all still speculation at this point, uh, 
Dan Duquette being a guy who tried to get out of the contract, tried to leave the Orioles on more than one occasion, is mm. the one that's going to end up staying. Mm. What do you think about that? Yeah, it's a little surprising that even he, he was he was like on shaky ground for a while. They were talking to other teams and stuff. It's true. It's it's quite a turn of events. That was what in like 2015. Yeah. So yeah. if if you were to tell me in 2015 that Dan Duquette would be the one staying after the contracts are up and Buck would be leaving, mm-hmm. I would have said you're crazy. So it's it's weird. Yeah. Um. It it is weird that here's a guy that you would thought wanted to leave. Like it sounded like he wanted to leave. The Blue Jays were courting him. I and the know. Orioles didn't want to let him go. Yeah. And now the situation is Dan Ducat has the opportunity to leave and go somewhere else. He, I mean, he's going to the, – the the team stinks right now, so this sounds like it would be a good time to kind of get out. <laughs> um, I don't know if there's another opportunity for Dan right. out there. But um, well, if it, you're, it sounds like Dan wants to be here. And if you're Dan, this is a good opportunity, it sounds like, to rebuild, to prove yourself. I mean, you're going you're going from nothing. You can only go up at this point. I mean, he's been here for six years. Isn't that a good enough time to prove yourself? Yeah, and his answer would be that what is it, three playoff appearances, one division uh, championship. Yeah. So I mean, that'll be his answer. Is I've been here six years, and you've been in the playoffs half of them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and it's interesting to hear the debate because some people are saying get rid of Buck and get rid of Dan. And, and understandably so after the year and a half we've had. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's interesting to hear people debate the Dan Duquette stuff because some people come at and look at all the bad signings Dan, Dan, Dan Duquette has made and look at his um, – I mean, just where that the fact that this team has no or, organizational depth whatsoever. But the other side will argue, the pro Dan Duquette side will argue, yeah, but the Chris Davis signing wasn't his idea or the Darren O'Day signing wasn't his idea. Or the Mark Trumbull signing, what wasn't an idea, um, and 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 so, but the other side could say, okay, then what is Dan Duquette doing if he's not making all these signings? He's really not 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 doing anything, and certainly the Obaldo Jimenez signing is 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 on him, um, and the lack of again the lack of international free agent signing is that on him or is that on ownership? So no one's clear as far as what responsibility everybody has, um, so it's 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 really hard to say. Has Dan Duquette done the best he can? Because we don't know what constraints have been put on him. We don't know how it'll be different go- going forward. But I will say this: um, you, I'm always wary about bringing in a replacement because we've had some really bad managers and we've had some very, really bad G- GMs um, for the Orioles. Um, here's what we know about Dan Duquette: if we're going into three-year re- re- rebuild mode, there's three ways to acquire talent when you're trying to rebuild. Uh, the the first way is by by, by the draft. Next year, we have the number one pick. Bobby Witt Jr., or there's some of the catcher that's also might be up there. But he's right. going to be the number one pick no matter who the GM is. If it's Dan Duquette, if it's Sid Thrift, if it's Burt Rohde, <laughs> right. if it's, it's hard, Donald Duck, it's, it's going to be Bobby up. Witt Jr. It's hard to screw number one. Yeah. What's, what position does Bobby Witt play? He's shortstop. Okay. We need, we need a shortstop. Yeah. We yeah. got just traded he, ours. Yeah, he's 12, so it'll be 20 years, but <laughs> he's a shortstop. 15-year-old 15, 15 um, shortstop sounds good. And what the, how old was Manny when he came up? He was like 19. Yeah, about that same age. So, man, if this guy's as good as Manny, we're in, we're in good shape. And Manny, I think, was the number three pick, so this is the number right. one pick. Exactly. We're uh, good. Um, so, so there's, there's but I would argue that the, the GM doesn't have a whole lot of say. I mean, no. I guess it depends. I mean, it's more scouts. And it's the first pick. You're not going to screw it up. Yeah, but for the rest of the picks, I mean, you have some say about the direction yes. you want to go in, as an organization. But scouts are out there doing and recommend the guys and whatever. Yes, sure. Um, so the other way that the GM acquires talent is through trades. Um, and here's what we do know. Uh, Dan Duquette can make good trades. Um, no one 
has ever walked away from a Dan Duquette trade saying he got fleeced or what was he doing except for this, some knucklehead eggheads on Twitter. Like most people say, okay, he got the best he could get or it was a good deal, deal or it was a fair de- deal. So most people walk away positive about Dan Duquette trades. And there still are probably a couple trades in the works to get younger. Right. Guys like Michael Gibbons, perhaps Dylan Bundy, perhaps Trey, Man- Trey-, Trey Mancini. Definitely, I think, Jonathan VR. These are all guys that are candidates to be traded next year. So Dan Duquette's a good guy to have a GM if you want to make those trades. Right. The the last way to acquire talent, so through 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 the draft and through trades, is through the international free agent signing. Um, this is something we, we don't know. I, I don't know if Dan Duquette can do it because he wasn't able to do it for the past six years for whatever reason because an organizational philosophy, they decided that they philosophically did not want to participate right. in this. Now they've changed their mind in July. Yes. And, they and got they've a, made moves. And, and got, well, yeah, but, but no one's substantial yet. They, they do have a ton of money. They yes. do have the most money in baseball. Uh, there's a guy named Victor Victor Mesa out there um, that will be one of our top prospects if we sign him. That will be a big indicator, I think, about the direction. Um, when when do we, we start printing up our Victor Victor Section 336 shirts? Yeah, I tell you what, this guy. I think is, it's about now. It's going to have a ton of hype if he ever gets signed. Um, they yeah. actually have to use this international money that they've yes. it earned, though. Everyone says it, they're in for the market now, but I'll believe it when they actually spend it. Well, yeah. Because they're not. I wouldn't put it past them to trade that money to someone. Someone else for a player, like well, we're we're in the international market now, only because we have the money. We haven't actually done anything with it yet. Right, we sent a couple real low end guys. Okay, um, but I haven't heard anything as far as like I was surprised we were able to just go ahead and couple and sign a couple guys because I thought okay, first one I have to get some scouts over there, <laughs> maybe set up a facility or something. But I guess we already we already had our, our eye on a few guys. Are you, are you surprised that Victor Victor is now an, he's eligible? He's a free agent right now, right? For and he's been a free agent for about a week, week right. to ten days, right? You surprised that there hasn't been any talk in the past week about the Orioles throwing a bunch of money? I mean, his way? I think everyone knows the Orioles have the most money, and the second team with the most money is Miami, but it's a couple million dollars less. But is it sounds like it's going to be either Miami or us. Is there any talk of a two-for-one package that we have to sign both Victors? Yeah, that's, <laughs> I think that would be all of our money. Wait, wait. Victor, Victor is two people? Victor, no, no, no. It's better. Victor, Victor Mesa <laughs> is 22 years old. Okay. His brother is Victor Mesa, and he's 17 years wow. old. Okay. Yeah, no one really knows that Victor Mesa 17 is, but everyone says Victor, Victor Mesa is oh, going to yeah. be a major league outfielder. But also, nobody really knows if they're 22 and 17 either. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But they're they're both free agents. I I think it would just be fun to have Victor, Victor, and Victor. And where are they from? Cuba. Cuba. They're, so they're, the Cuba, Cuban government doesn't regulate birth certificates the way no. most other countries. And well, do. also they defected, so it's not like they can go back and get their official birth certificates. Right. I'm assuming everyone from Cuba defects. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's. I don't think they go with permission. Yeah. <laughs> I think you'd be right. Um. So. So the Orioles right now have six point seven million dollars right. in bonus pool money. The Marlins are second with four point three, and the right. Rays are third with three point six. Right. So we have a good jump on both of those right. guys. And and how international money works is at the end of the year it just all goes away. So you have to use it. Right. So if you don't use it, it just goes away. I don't know where where that someone gets four million dollars for a reason. I guess <laughs> no, no, you're just eligible to spend that <laughs> That's money. Just, I know, I'm just kidding. Yeah, so Victor Victor Mesa immediately jumped last week to the top of the uh, top thirty international prospects. Sure, 
Yeah, so it, so that so that would be a big get. And if Dan Duquette doesn't get him, that's going to be a big swing and miss that we're going to remember for a while. So a lot of pressure on Dan Duquette to come through here. He has the money. He has uh, the wherewithal. He has the resources. Now just go and do it. Right. The It says the younger the younger brother was a star for the 18 and under team in Cuba. He's a switch hitting outfielder. And, of course, they're both the just projected that they'll do great in the majors because their dad was really good on the Cuba national team. Yeah. How, how much do you expect – so Buck Showalter is leaving. How much do you expect other coaches uh, – you think uh, Scott Kubal, pitching coach. How, how many guys do you think Bobby Dickerson? All of them. Wayne Kirby. You think they're all gone? I think they are all gone. I could see – no. Well, Alan Mills? I don't know. I don't know. It all depends on who they bring in. I think Scott Kubal is gone because he came in with Buck. I think Roger McDowell has gone because he came in with Buck. I think Alan Mills sticks around because he's an organizational guy. I think Wayne Kirby Wayne Kirby was here before Buck. He could stick around. Any chance the Orioles fill the position in-house and those guys are more likely to stay? Uh, yeah, of course. You guys laughed at me when I made the uh, – the suggestion for former Orioles, but oh, I didn't mean former Orioles. I yeah, meant you're someone, saying someone already in house, like a Bobby Dick, 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 Dickerson I becoming think, the manager. I think or Bobby Dickerson would be the next one up. I just don't think that's not the splash the Orioles need to make. Oh, you think they're going to try and make a splash here? I think for a team that's going to lose 100 games next year to try and make a splash. Well, I think you got to go to you got to go to a manager who's been who has had a history. If you're bringing in a man, I've been saying I want a guy with no experience with little experience at the major league level to come up and a new voice, young guy. But if you want to bring in a veteran, what you're looking for is you're looking for a guy who has won in the past, who sees this as an opportunity to create the whatever way in Baltimore and bring these guys like, you know, like a, like a storybook movie. Bring them from the, from the trash to the World Series in three years, four years. I don't know. What do you think? What do you look out for in a manager out there? Well, I don't think we're going to be able to attract. I think I don't think Joe Girardi's walking through our doors because I think maybe in three years he'll walk through our doors when he, we have some there. But but why would you sign up for for hey hey buddy? We'll be good in right. four years. You just hang with us. Girardi, and we won't fire you in four years. No, Girardi can sign with like the Nationals next year. The Girardi can, is going to sign with a team that has potential ready to go. Yeah. And, and and to be honest, at this point, I, I don't know. I don't I don't know if it matters at all who our next manager is next year or the year after. I don't know. I honestly don't know. If we had no one out there, I don't know if it makes that much of a difference. I don't. I agree. And the, the guys who are going to be on the field for the 2019 <coughs> season are not. There might be two or three guys tops that are going to be part of the World Series team in 2021. Well, we're World Series team now. So yeah. so who cares who's managing them? Because they're not. They're they're just eating time. While these young players develop, yeah. that's all it's going to be. Yeah. So why waste even money? It's what they're they're going to do. It's going to be Bobby Dickerson or some minor league manager. It could somebody. be. It, it's, it's all it's going to be. It's going to be a time filler until uh, you you you're serious about making a pennant run and you want a manager who's going to be a serious part of that. Other than that, it's, it's killing maybe, time. Maybe, maybe, but you also if you get I, I look at like the Braves and how the Braves fired Gonzalez in. Uh, in 2016 and just made uh, their bench coach snickered in or whatever made him an interim manager then they made him the full-time manager and now like the team has gotten behind him 
and that team is making it to the playoffs this year. Th- thanks think, to the Orioles. Well, yeah, yeah, <laughs> a whole lot of former Orioles in that team. Yeah. But I look at that as You're a welcome. team, as a team that had a history of winning, was in the dumps for many, many years, and then they did this rebuild. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what you got. You got to look at teams like the Braves, the Phillies. I don't even look. At, I guess the Astros. I don't look at the Cubs because the Cubs just said, "All right, we're going to invest a bunch of money and win." And they brought in a, a top GM and a top manager, and did and it that. just happened to coincide with their young players coming right. up. But they also went outside Hayward and Lester, and a yeah, lot of big yeah, they too. went in and spent money too, and decided, all right, we just need to win. It's been a hundred years, so I'm looking more at like how the Braves, the Astros, the Phillies did, where they went from struggling to all right, let's an organized plan of we know we'll be good in three years, and then you hope that it gets that you get lucky and it happens a little early. Yeah, but I, I think Bert's point is is if you look at like next year, for example, the Braves have a lot of young players. The Phillies have a young, young players who are, who are big contributors to, yes. to their team. If you look at the Orioles this year, and it looks like it's going to be like this next year. Except we're like three years into that Braves transition. Right. So I'm saying we don't have those young players. Like we're starting Caleb Joseph. No. Austin wins. We're starting yes. Tim Beckham, Jonathan VR. Like you go around our, our team, right. it's not very many young players. Right, because next year is year one of that transition. Right. So that's what I'm saying. Like the Braves just took like their bench coach, made him interim, and said, "Actually, you're working out. We'll make you full time." And then they started winning with him, so they left him in place. Yeah, right. I think you could see. A, I think you could make a case for Bobby Dickerson for that. Yeah, and, and Bobby Dickerson seems like, from everything you hear and from the videos that one video that was posted on Twitter, very good with the fundamentals. Uh, I mean, he's the guy who coaches the infields guys. He he, right. he knows he's all the, the fundamentals. Windmill. Yeah, and he's a windmill. Um, and so I I. It makes sense if you have a bunch of young players who have no fundamentals. Um, it make he makes sense as an interim guy, though. I think though, I mean, he'll be the manager, but I but think s- the the mindset would always be okay when we're good again. Right? We'll, here's a, here's we'll go a, here, get a real manager. Here's a one year deal. We'll give you a chance, Dickerson. And I think there's and we'll lo- see how he does. Yeah. And I think does. there's lots of guys that hang around in the Orioles organization hoping for that chance for coaching positions and stuff. So I could see them saying, "Hey." We're not going to be very good right now. Let's uh, bring in some former Orioles. Let's let Dickerson have a chance, and let's let's give it some time and and put some fresh faces in here. Yeah. A couple other or- Orioles notes. We're running out of pitchers, guys. We we are. <laughs> I saw that. Seriously, this <laughs> they're is, shutting every pitcher down. This is here. All right. So can, can I go through the list? I think I was just trying to jot it down right before the show. I I, I may have missed one or two. So we know. Kashner has like a blister. I mean, um, Cobb has a blister or something. Yes. Kashner has a hurt leg. He's out. Um, Luis Ortiz, Josh Rogers have been shut down because they've reached their innings limits. Um, Dylan Tate, they tried to, he like shut down and they tried to pitch him again and then his shoulder was hurting. So Dylan Tate is shut down now. They're not going to bring him back. Um, This just came out that Jeffrey Ramirez, who is going to start on Wednesday, just cut his thumb or finger or something. So Jeffrey Ramirez is out. So we don't have a starter on Tuesday or Wednesday. Okay. Um, they they just uh, literally uh, John Means was the Norfolk season ended. He was pitcher at Norfolk. He was he went back home to Kansas City or something. And then they got he, and then they called him and said, "Hey, you know we might need you. You should go to Norfolk and just start throwing around just in case." <laughs> and John Means was just caught up today. And just added to to the forty man roster, um, what we can call a crafty lefty, um, and so John Means is up here. But I mean, man, we are literally running out of pitchers 
on this team. Um, a combination of a lot of young pitchers we have here, and then all our veteran pitchers are hurt, and Dylan Bundy can only pitch and give up home runs one day out of five. Uh, we're running out of pitchers, boys. Uh, speaking of which, he just gave up a two-run home run in the bottom <laughs> of the second inning, Dylan Bundy. He's way too predictable. <laughs> way too predictable. They should have shut him down along with all these other pitchers. <coughs> well, uh, we only have... We literally don't have anyone to pitch then. Yeah. We have uh, six games left after tonight, Monday night. It's, yeah. it's time for CD. Who's the... Does it list the starter for tomorrow? No, it's TBD. See, for tomorrow... We don't even know tomorrow who's right. starting yet. But, but just to ease the minds of whoever they do pick... Uh, Tuesday night they'll be going up against David Price, and Wednesday night they'll be going up against Chris Sale. So, oh, nice. y- you know, well, well, in fairness, Chris Sale will probably throw an inning, <laughs> and it, and it doesn't really matter because we're just going to lose anyway, and we know that. So you might as well let anyone who wants to try pitching. Well, it was a little pitch. unfortunate because Jeffrey Ramirez has had a couple good starts, and a little bit inconsistent, but a couple good starts, and like that's the guy Jeffrey Ramirez who could have, or Jeffrey Ramirez who could have kind of solidified uh, at least. Um, an inside track at a starting a starting pitching position next year. Right. If you look at this team, you think, all right, who's actually playing for a spot? David um, Hess. Maybe David Hess. I mean, he he's the guy who you can look at, and he's actually kind of fought for give me a shot next year. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think there's a bunch of bullpen arms who are fighting for spots. Yes, Mike Wright Jr. I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think absolutely. Oh, is. for a bullpen spot. Yeah, yeah, he's a bullpen spot. Not not a guy to crack the rotation. Uh, no, I don't think so. Um, I tell you what, do do you want to know a guy? Speaking of bullpen, a guy who's been absolutely filthy, nasty lately. This guy's getting me pumped for next year. Uh, Let's what, go, O's, baby. What, you, you, you watching that slider? I tell you what, this guy's nasty. <laughs> Who are you talking about? All right, I'm gonna give you the numbers for Tanner Scott. Oh, friend of the show. Friend of the show, Tanner Scott. Nine games in September. Okay. He's faced 28 batters. Okay. 28 at-bats against him. Do you know how many people he, strike, he struck out? Out of the 28? Yeah. 16. Ooh, not that many. <laughs> no. That would mean only eight people, first of all. <laughs> no, that was... 10. He got 12. So nice. almost half. Right in the middle there. So that's... that's uh, he's got a four strikeout to walk ratio. He's just been... He's just been nasty. Good. Um, so, so that's good to see. Only three... And, and I think this is even a bigger deal. Um, out of those tw- uh, out of those uh, those twenty eight guys, only three walks. So twelve strikeouts to three walks. Um, that's huge for 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 Tan- for, Tan- for Tanner Scott. And so he's a guy in the second half of the season. His ERA is 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 cut in half from what it was the first half of the season. So that's kind of the growth you want to see in young pitchers. So Tanner Scott, um, look out next year. He's gonna have a I think he's gonna have a big year. Um, another guy they're shutting down. We mentioned all those pitchers they're they're shutting down. Uh huh. Is, could they be shutting down Chris Davis? And I have a theory on why they might be shutting down Chris Davis. Oh, I was just heard they needed pitching though, so why don't they get him to pitch? Ah, oh, what an interesting. That'd be theory. a wait. They're they're gotta pay him anyway. That's might true. as well contribute. I That's mean, true. And, and and you hope he gets. You hope he like uh, throws out his arm or get has a good time with John or something, and you put on a six day DL. Right. I mean, you're talking about shutting players down, but I mean, we only have less than a week left of games. But do you want to know the theory? Do you guys know the theory why they're shutting Chris Davis? Down? Because he sucks. I want to hear. He sucked all year. I want to hear the theory. What's the theory? Um, well, first of all, so is is there a record that he's going to hit if he keeps striking out? Did he fail is, fail an Adderall he, test? He, he is. It's a record books thing, isn't it's it? It's not record books, but he is eight strikeouts away from two hundred. Oh, and I I don't think they want him to get to two hundred strikeouts. Oh, because he would definitely get it. He'll get it in two games. Set, set, yeah. two sit him down at one ninety nine. Yeah. So right now he's at one ninety two. So you're right. If he plays two more games, he'll probably get the two hundred strikeouts. 
So I think they're 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 gonna shut him down so he doesn't get the two hundred strikeouts. So that's nice to the Orioles. Yeah. Though he will go in. I looked at there's I think there's oh man, I gotta find this article. There was like forty players in the modern baseball era who hit below two hundred and had at least five hundred plate appearances. And Chris Davis was in two of those spots. So he was like his name came up twice. But I think he's gonna go down as the lowest batting average in the history of baseball. I think mm. that's true. That's crazy. Yeah, I mean it's amazing how and bad one, he is. One sixty eight this year. And it's amazing that he was bad last year and that like now we're supposed to believe him that this year he's gonna fix it in the off season. Yeah. I mean, I have no hope that he's going to not come back worse because he's done it every year. <laughs> yeah. So it's 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 tough uh tough with Chris Davis. And you know what? The interesting thing was um if you look at Chris Davis, he's he's this is his second time in his career he's batting under two under 2 200. So you would have thought right, you can only go up from there for the last time. Well, and the the, the last time was in 2014, I want to say. Um and 2014 that was the first year without Adderall, probably. Th- that was the the year before he signed 2015. He signed the big contract, so he had the big con- he had the big year in 2015. All right, so you're, you're calling for a big year in 2019. I see where you're going with <laughs> no, this. No, I'm saying the Orioles should have saw this coming. The Orioles should should, should should have saw that he had the ability to not just be really good, hey, but he had the ability to be really bad as well. I just pulled this up, and, and it's interesting. He's at 192 so far this year. Yeah. Yep. In 2018, but he's had over 200 strikeouts. Many years before, I think three years or before. close. To, yeah, just last year he had one ninety five. Year before that, or twenty thirteen, he had one ninety nine. In two thousand fifteen, he had two hundred and eight, and in two thousand sixteen, he had two hundred and nineteen. Yeah, and do you know what? what do you want to know why? In in two thousand fifteen, two thousand sixteen, he had over two hundred strikeouts, but he didn't in two thousand seventeen, two thousand eighteen. Why? Games played. Mm. He just played in more games. In 2015, 2016. Or he would have gotten those every year. So in that case, the 200 is not a big deal. He hits it regularly. Yeah. Still. Yeah, what's the difference now? <laughs> oh, you only had 192 I, you, you this gotta, year. You got to draw the line somewhere. Right. That, well, you see the stat about Chris Davis. The other Chris Davis has 16 home runs since like all, the beginning of August. Yeah, he's and the real crush. And our Chris Davis has 16 all season. <laughs> Look at this. This is a photo chart. Uh, the record holder is uh, former Oriole Mark Reynolds. Yeah, the sheriff. But look at how many times Chris Davis appears in this list. Four times you see his mug. That's hilarious. For most strikeouts in a season. Yeah, yeah. Look yeah. At that. It's like a picture chart of all of them. Yep. And, yeah, Mark Reynolds is a guy who I remember we said, well, we can't deal with that anymore. He strikes out too on there. much. Yeah. It is a lot of Rockies on here. You're right. Mark Reynolds is on here two, you see, three times. You see the Orioles are going to go. Times. Yeah, Mark Reynolds is on here four Orioles times. are going to go into the record books this week. They are. Currently 59 and a half games mm. behind first place. The furthest back anyone has ever been in baseball is 52 games. Nice. So even if we win the rest of the week, wow. we'll still be more than 52 games you, out of first You think place. that's like a Cal Ripken type streak that no one will ever break? <laughs> I don't know. When do we start putting numbers on the warehouse? Yeah, it's hard to yeah, imagine breaking that streak. Oh, but uh, the good news, you saw we clinched this week. Clinched the first round draft pick. Yeah. The yeah. number one pick. Yeah. That, w- that, was a, that was a funny meme going around. It yeah, sucks yeah, like to be the, the Royals because you suck and you don't even get the number one pick. It sucks <laughs> to be the Royals. <laughs> right. They right. might have made it to a couple World Series, but at we least got we're the not, last laugh. Right, at least we're not the Royals. Yeah. Man, just think about Mark Reynolds and Chris Davis were on the same team together for a couple years. That, that was Orioles magic, baby. Another guy that's been impressive along with Tanner Scott because you got to watch these young, these young players. Is all we got, mm-hmm. and that's this man, this, this little guy, friend of the show, DJ, DJ Stewart. Stewart. He he suddenly learned to hit in the past like seven days. 
Yeah. He's been hot fire. I mean, his first hit, did you see his first hit, the Little League home run? Yeah. Which is fun to see that little guy running around the bases. I was there for his uh, first big league home run uh, Wednesday night off the uh, right field foul pole. That's right. I saw it That's in right. That was Wednesday night. I was there. Here's his last five games. All right? His last five games, he went one for two with a walk, and he got hit by a pitch. All right? Hey, tough game. <laughs> OBP. But got on base every, in four bats, got on base every time but once. Yep. The, the next day went two for three. Yep. Uh, and that was with a double and a home run. The next day he went one for two with a with two walks. I'm wow. sorry. I'm sorry. And the next day I'm sorry with, with no walks, just one oh. for two. But two RBIs and a home run. Okay. Um the, the the next day he went two for four with a walk. And yesterday, uh he went he, he came in uh, late in the game, went one for two. Um I'm sorry, one for one. I don't know, one for two. One for two. <laughs> I get this. Did he get one for two or one for one? Played appearances with the at bats. So he went one for two. He yeah, had, but yeah, but what's his war? <laughs> what's his woozle wuzzle? He had two plate appearance, but only one official at bat, and he went one for one in that bat. Okay, right. w- with a double. Yeah, man. So it's been good to w- see. Whatever, he's been on fire the past five days. Five yeah, days. he's been freaking Se- on fire. seven for twelve. Yeah, he's been freaking on fire. I bat. So that's pretty good batting average. Yeah, and a couple of dongs in there, and a couple of doubles in there. Yeah. So also hit him with power, and, and the walks are good to see. Yeah. And, he, and here's a guy in, like, there's not many people playing for their jobs outside the bullpen. DJ Stewart might be. Right. He's a guy that we didn't really have him as a big outfield prospect. I mean, former number one pick, first round pick, uh, but has been disappointed for the most part in the minors. And if you're projecting the future outfield, outfield you're right. That outfield includes Austin Hayes. That outfield includes C- Cedric Mullins. That outfield probably in- includes Diaz. Um, the guy we got from from the, the the Dodgers, but maybe not Stewart. But now Stewart, I think, is making a case going into 2019 that he should be your starting every day, either right fielder or left fielder, whatever they're doing here. Because yeah. tonight Adam Jones played left field, and he played right field to give him a look at right field. Um, so D- DJ Stewart might get the jump on because people thought maybe Austin Hayes, that corner outfield, Austin Hayes was the next guy up. Austin Hayes had a terrible year this year. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's setting up that maybe DJ Stewart is playing his way onto next year's team. So good for him. Do yeah. you think they moved Adam Jones not to see him in right, DJ in right field, but to because of the Green Monster? You oh. Because they're playing in Boston. So oh, yeah, that feels a little different. Yeah. So it could be twofold. It could be that Adam Jones may have always wanted to play off the monster and now he gets to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or it, it could, could be, absolutely be something like that. Let's, let's not screw with your development quite yet. Let's have you continue on right field or continue over here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's an interesting point. I, I didn't think about that. But yeah, it could definitely be uh, Adam Jones. I really want to do this. Though it seems like they try to screw over Adam Jones at every. Oh yeah, get, so Adam Jones not. should be able to do whatever he wants this week. If he wants to, if he wants to pitch, if he wants to play shortstop, third base, second base, whatever Adam Jones wants to do, he should be allowed to do. Because it doesn't matter if you win or lose, you're gonna lose anyway. That's true. Doesn't matter who's out there. That's true. True that. If Adam Jones wants his son to come out and play ball with him, just sign him to a one day contract and hope he doesn't get hit with the ball because it'll kill him because he's little. Um, the other other baseball note I had. I don't know if you guys saw the pictures of the rookies dressing up. Yeah. Well, you know what stood out to me about that picture? Was Cedric Mullins in a dinosaur costume? No, I thought that was <laughs> a lame costume. The costumes overall were pretty lame. What stood out to me was that there are 15 guys in that in that picture. <laughs> yeah, it's too many. 
There are 15 <laughs> rookies on this team out of 25. You're talking a 25-man roster, and you're telling me 15 of them are rookies? Yeah. And most of them are just the bullpen guys. Well, it's yeah. not just 25. It's more All than 25. Right, you're right. It's the extended expanded roster. rosters. But still, 15 guys out of 35? Yeah. Half of your team is probably rookies. Yeah. And, yeah, a lot. most of them are bullpen guys and pitchers. Bullpen pitchers. I wonder how guys. many we can recognize in their costumes. I see Cedric Mullins. I see he's short. Right. Woody the Cowboy. Yeah, but who is it? I don't <laughs> know. You're not... And a lot of them have their face covered, so it's even harder. Like, uh, yeah, who's that who's owl? That owl? <laughs> <laughs> but Ho- anyway. Hootie the Owl. If you haven't seen it, just uh, you got to check out these rookies dressing up. Um, and I guess they had to go to the airport in their costumes. Sure. Right. But remember, it's not like you and I going through the airport. They don't have to go and take their shoes off and, and run their backpacks through the metal detectors. Yeah, you I don't just, think they have to do that? No. They just go to their private plane. Yeah, but I think of private planes, you still have to go through a metal detector. Yeah, but you didn't, they're not going to make you take your shoes and your dinosaur costume off. You think you go in? Th- you can th- go through. through you can go through with, dinosaur with the dinosaurs. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what would happen if you try to go through the the security with the dinosaur? They'd, with the dinosaur, <laughs> with a dinosaur co- wearing a dinosaur costume. He has a hard it enough depends. time trying to go through security with podcast equipment. That's yeah, true. The the podcast, the remember they they swipe all my stuff. So I don't know. The dinosaur might be a little. I might get groped or something. Or the dinosaur might get a little gropey, trying to go through. <laughs> And when you go through that one where the thing spins oh, around, there's you, no way that head how do I put? There. How do I fit my little tiny dinosaur hands up above my head? <laughs> yeah, that's not happening. That's not happening. So that that's I thought we were beyond past the hazing stuff though. Do we do we still do that or is that not hazing? I don't think that's hazing. That's just uh, that's just good fun. Good fun. Yeah. I'm sure if you, I'm did sure. It, I, I bet the owl won't say it's good fun. Ask the owl because <laughs> the owl looks hideous. I don't. Know, what is that? Is that I, supposed to be some I, kind of owl cartoon character? Is the funniest one. What is that owl? <laughs> I'm pretty sure though, it, like it, we are beyond hazing that. So I'm pretty sure it's all in good nature. And yeah. like, if you're a rookie, you don't need to do it. Like, I don't think there's any. I don't. Or I think they would give you an easy costume. Like, I see some guy just in a hoodie there. I I, I don't I, know what that deal is. Well, are you assigned the costume, or are you have to go pick it out? I don't know. So, <laughs> right, the owl is the best I, one. I don't know what that owl is. I just pulled them up because some of them are just lazy. But um, all right. I do have a question about the costumes. All right, and then we'll get to some Ravens talk. All right, go ahead. Right in front of the owl, there's a guy in a business suit, and uh-huh. then there's a face at his crotch. What's going on there? There's a guy in a business suit right yeah. in front of the owl. Yeah. There's a guy in a penguin suit. Is that what you're talking about? What? That's a penguin suit. That's a guy in a penguin suit. <laughs> you don't see this picture? Oh, uh, we we got different pictures. Uh, that one's been photoshopped. I don't know. This is this is what Adam Jones tweeted. No, out. I'm looking at Adam Jones Instagram. That's what I'm looking at. All right. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. Oh, hold oh, on. There he is. Yeah. There's more than one picture here. You got to if you swipe right hold on Instagram. On, that's even more rookies in it'll there. It'll show then. you more pictures. And there is a guy in a business. Suit. And there's a where's Waldo back there. Yeah. And explain what's the business suit is. There's there's arms around his knees. And some and a face at his crotch. I don't know. You guys should check that out. Um, <laughs> yeah, go follow Adam Jones on Twitter and tell us who that businessman <laughs> right, is. Because we've got one. That's mo- not a professional baseball player. No, but we've got one more week of Adam Jones as an Oriole. Yeah. Do if you see he, if he doesn't the, resign the Victor Martinez farewell that they got the little Detroit? You see the video yeah. from that? Yeah. Yeah, that was that was touching. Yeah. Is there gonna, is there there's no video for Adam Jones? Well, Victor Martinez he's retiring, right? Uh, yeah, why yeah. isn't Adam and Jones, so Adam Jones is, is a retiring? 
Dude, do you buy? He came Why out. Why is he doing the David Ortiz tour? He came out this week. Well, he's not retiring. He came out th- this week and said he 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 came out on with Sarah on Masson. Yes. And said it's, Sarah Perlman. Yeah, I couldn't remember her name. Thank you. Um, not we're not on a first name basis. I just couldn't remember her name. And he said he didn't want to go to the Phillies because he didn't want to platoon because yes. he thought it would hurt his stock in free agency. Mm. Do you I could buy that. that at all? Yes, because once you start well, once you start platooning, you lo- you're looked at as a platooner. Okay, you think all of a sudden because he never platooned because he was a starting everyday outfitter for the order was people going to think okay this guy can be an everyday? I think they would look at it. No, I'm not saying that, but you 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 don't. Look at the guy as a platooner until he platoons. <sighs> necessarily, you might. I think. Sign I him think other teams look at him and see. I don't. I don't right, know how many teams see him as an everyday player. Maybe, yeah. but what, isn't that what he's trying to prove here in right field? Is yeah. he's trying to prove that he's an everyday right fielder? Yeah. Which is he probably should have pushed the Orioles to put him in the right field earlier in the season. Well, and maybe actually play him. Um, I would say now, well, and he's playing left field tonight. Like I think he's showcasing that he is a platoon outfielder. Yeah, in case he's a fourth outfielder. Yeah. Hey, look, I can play all the all outfield positions. Yeah, maybe. But I think, and I'm thirty something years old. But I think he also didn't plan that. He didn't think, hey, I'm gonna stay here and they won't play me. Yeah, but I mean, I think I feel a little bad for Adam Jones. And Adam Jones has made. I do. I hate the way the Orioles have handled him. Well, well, it's not just that in the in the off season, Adam Jones made a lot of money, so he he has himself a nice life. Yeah, he had a good contract. His last contract was his big contract. Yeah. His next contract's just his next contract. I don't know if he knows that though. <laughs> I don't know if he knows that. Like the way that just baseball's trending, they value speed, they value on base, mm-hmm. they value defensive things. These aren't Adam Jones's strengths anymore. He is. You know the two seventy, the thirty home runs, the locker room leader. Right. But I don't know how much GMs are valuing that. So I think he's going to be disappointed when it comes to time for people to give him these long term deals. And he's made almost a hundred million dollars, so he's had a great career. But I don't think he's going to get a big five year, you know, no seventy and million dollar deal or whatever. No, because there's other outfielders. Here's some other outfielders who are um, free agents this Bryce year. Bryce Harper. Bryce Harper's the big one. And he's only 26. Jason Hayward, um, Andrew McCutcheon, John Jay, Belky, uh, well, Mulkey Cabrera is 34. All these guys are he's actually old. Are, are bums. You actually are making me believe Jose, now that Adam Jones has a. All right, Jose Batista has to retire after this year, right? I don't know. Do you know how old he played Jose, for like four different teams this year? Do you know how old Jose <laughs> Batista is? 38. He is 38. Is he still on a squad right now? Yeah. He got cut by the he's Braves, close, right? He's close to death. He was playing for the Mets when the Mets were here. And yeah. then didn't, didn't he get cut and the Braves picked him up? I don't know. Or was that before the Mets? I think that was before the Mets. That was before the Mets, mm-hmm. yeah. But but no, Josh, actually that, that list makes it... The list is not... The that's list not a good list of outfielders. It's not a good list. You got Bryce. You got Jason Hayward. And Hayward, I, I know sabermetric guys. McCutcheon. Like, um, and McCutcheon's he's old. He's like, what, 35? Let's see. You got Nick Markakis going out there. He's got a 2.6 war this year. So Is he a free agent? He's a free agent at you think 35 Doris, years old. you think Doris should bring him back? I would love it, but they won't. What if Doris brought back Adam Jones coach, and Nick Markakis? He, Let's he go. Might, I mean, a little 21 He's got the age hurting him, but I mean, it, the, the Braves go far in the postseason, and he plays an integral part of that. He could get himself a nice little paycheck for a final yeah, job somewhere. How about, I bet uh, someone give him to a one or two year deal. Absolutely. My uh, Michael Brantley is a, has a two point six WAR. Yeah, yeah, that's left He's a good fielder. player. Yeah. How hey, about uh, Le- Leonis Martin? Two point five. Leonis. Leonis. Uh, 
real quick, just back to the Victor Martin. Okay, thing. I want to. Victor... I, I want Josh to go through the rest of the names, but okay, go, go ahead. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> no, I was just I was just giving you nah, some, guys, some of the top the guys. guys. The guy's retiring, yeah. right? And that's why he had the, yes. the little farewell yes. thing. Yes, that is the direction <laughs> we need to go back into. No more of these farewell tours and gifts oh, yeah. and all that baloney. Yeah. Like, yeah. just because a guy played for the Yankees or the Red Sox, like, we're all supposed to kiss his butt and give him presents. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's got to be a Yankee or Red Sox, right? Yeah. Yeah. Just, you play your final game, your manager does something nice, like, lets you get on base, and then you get to walk off and bow right. and farewell and take your cap to the home crowd. Right, the home That's crowd all you need. Yours. That's all you need. Yeah. I don't need some Yankees player coming in here and watching my guys bow at the knee and, uh, and give him a... A gift. Agreed. That's ridiculous. Agreed. But to every visitor stadium. Should never yeah. happen again. No. Make a video. I'm with you, Bert. Right. But I do think that your home team, like the Orioles, should be doing something special this weekend for Adam Jones. If he's truly not coming back. He's not coming back. Well then, well, then they need to say so and do something nice from this weekend. Because exactly. then otherwise they're not going to, and then he'll go somewhere else, and then we'll never get that moment. But right. what if they do a nice thing and then they resign him? That'd be awkward. They're not. They know now whether or not they're re-signing him. They're not re-signing him. Look at how they're playing him. That's fine. I, and we can all read into that all we want, but somebody needs to actually say something and do no, something. No, you don't. Just like they haven't said anything about Buck Showalter. Are you saying they need to say something about Buck, too, so we can cheer on Buck? I would I, like I would like to give an official goodbye probably, to Buck. Yeah. I would like to give a Buck official thumbs down for playing under 500 baseball and while you're the manager of the Orioles for nine I think, years. Okay, I okay, think Bird, on, you can focus uh, on that, or you can focus <laughs> on the fact that he got us to the playoffs two times. I, I think on Sunday, we make Buck Showalter watch the game from the bullpen, just like Zach Britton. <laughs> yeah, I, if, if we if we go this weekend and it's Buck's last uh, last series at home in Baltimore, I'm making a sign that said you should have put in Zach Britton. That's fine, Bert. You remember that. <laughs> it, it is his last season. They're not going to announce and, and, it. And I'll, I'll, I'll re- make a sign that said they should have fired you in October 2016. Okay. okay. And I'll remember <laughs> him standing back in 2014 like, like a proud daddy mm-hmm. watching his – Division champs celebrate on the field. You remember that. I remember my memories, and we'll go and that on. and those memories are why seeing the Braves clinch this week brought back those memories to me because I saw Nick Markakis being interviewed with Ryan Flaherty <laughs> dumping champagne on him. You know, and I, guess I, it did I saw that. Does it yet? I, I thought of the. I neither. thought of Nick Markakis in the outfield just staring at the, staring on. You, you know away. who else clinched this week? Zach Britton. Were you happy for him? No. Yeah. No, because so who because yeah, they're not wearing Orioles uniforms. I don't care. I I, I felt yeah, you're stripes. right. I thought I would feel like Josh felt uh, uh, kind of n- nostalgic. I did because I like but, Nick Markakis. But I thought I, I'm, I'm. It's been a while. Guys, He's been gone. Get he's, over it. It's he hasn't been a while. Been on the team since 2000. Yeah, I'm done. I'm done with 13? Nick. I, I felt I felt worse when I saw um, freaking Manny Machado make an unbelievable play in the hole and throw uh, the yeah, out first. That, that felt me. That, that, did the Dodgers clinch yet? Not yet. All but right. but Manny Machado made a classic Manny play. That, I did see that. Yeah. That was amazing this week. Yeah, I, I'm I'm dumb. I, I'm, in fact, it's turned because people like Josh. It's turned into not even indifference. But now I don't like Nick Markakis because of people like Josh. Because <laughs> right. it's, it's, really it's getting retweeted over and over I know. again. Yeah. Perhaps you're happy it. for my boy Flash. I know. And I'm, I'm done with it. I'm done yeah. with it. I'm I'm now rooting against the Braves. Thanks, Twitter. Where, where do I get a Braves hat? <laughs> hey, right, uh, some Ravens talk before we get out of here. Yeah. Yeah, they they had a big win yeah. on Sunday. Yeah, they did look Bert, good. are you still on the Ravens bandwagon? Yeah, I'm on for this week, but then I'll be off when they lose the week after that. All right. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> I do. I, 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 it's, everyone is pulling up the numbers and saying how phenomenal Joe Flacco is this year, and, and it, you can't argue that. Um, what is it, 12 red zone appearances? Let's 12 argue that. <laughs> I, I can't. I can't really argue it. The numbers speak for themselves. 
But but and he looked good against Denver. But you still you think back to the the Cincinnati game where he looked like hot garbage. But he didn't look at his numbers. <laughs> his I guess, numbers might, are average. The numbers are average to above average, but it's still boring football. That that Bengals game was a horrible uh, game to watch. But see, Bert, yes. th- this is where I think. But that's actually- because the defense fell apart, and you're blaming Joe Flacco. And they might have. Joe Flacco gave the the Bengals the ball inside their own twenty, our own twenty yard line with the right. interception. Yeah. That's the whole reason we went up twenty one nothing in the beginning of the game. Yeah, I-, I think where you're wrong, Bert, is though the 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 boring style. I don't think is back. If you look at it, who um, last year every throw was to a tight end with an occasional running back dump off. Mm-hmm. This year, I think Snead he leads the team in reception still. Um, John, Brown. John Brown's heavily involved. Yeah, Crabtree's heavily involved. A- it's Andrew. not. It's not dump offs every freaking time for a two yard game yeah. to a tight end. No, no, it's like they're, they're actually throwing the ball downfield. Right. There's yeah. there's still a little bit of the of the three and ten and let's throw it six yards. There's still a little but bit. Even of that that, going on. But even that. But even that is to a wide receiver yes. trying to make a play. It's right. not to the slowest guy on the field, You're a three hundred pound guy. Right. Yeah, it's not Alex Collins. Alex Collins. Alex Collins. He's right. And even the or tight Nick ends. Boyle. Even the tight ends were got. We are using more of a guy like Mark Andrews who we're sending down the field. Rather than a Nick Boyle, yeah, yeah, and and one of the present things about uh, the game on Sunday is that we gave up, we they, they they blocked the punt, yep, and then the and then the the field goal block, and so usually in the NFL, like it's always tough. We see upsets all the time, and you kind of have to play a really good game. Don't turn the ball over. Don't make mistakes if you want to win. We made a couple big mistakes by letting people by by, by letting up those two yeah blocks. early in the game, and we were able to overcome them, which I think is a, t- a sign of a good football team that you can have these unfortunate setbacks, these these errors, and still win. I think says a lot about your football team. And so I'm not ready to say they're going to the playoffs. I'm not even ready to say they're winning the division because I think the Steelers are still really good. Though I have no idea at this point who is the, who is the best team in the AFC North. Uh, Cleveland Browns. I mean, it's the Bengals or the Ravens right now. You don't think it's the Steelers? <laughs> Uh, the winless Steelers stands to be seen. They're playing the Buccaneers tonight on Monday Night Football. I'm, they still have the best receiver, I think, in the game, in Antonio Brown. Yeah, yeah. but they they tied they the Browns. Okay, the Browns who just won last week. We we, we just saw the, the, no 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 different Browns. The Browns that won last <laughs> week are not the Browns that tied with the Steelers. All right, I just don't. They think... changed their quarterback. Okay, I they don't... brought that rookie it's guy true. in. You're not a believer in Baker Mayfield. Baker or... Mayfield turned that game around. Okay, okay, because. Okay, because Baker Mayfield is the end-all, be He's a freaking rookie quarterback. They're all bad. He's better than Tyrod Taylor? I don't think so. Josh Allen looked good. Buffalo beat Minnesota this week. T- and that's what I'm the saying. The rookies are stepping up in week three. I'm saying that's like it's a, it's a crazy league, and crazy stuff happens every week, and I don't think you can say anyone is terrible good or, point. Let's or put great Lamar at, at, at this point. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. I would support putting Lamar in. I know, I, I know Burt would, too. I'd make a more exciting brand of football. <laughs> right, it might not win, but it'll be exciting. Absolutely, uh, I think the Orioles actually. While the Ravens aren't using Lamar, can the Orioles use Lamar? Um, Kenny pitch. They'd probably ruin him. Yeah, true. Well, I forgot that Jensen went to Tampa. Ryan Jensen. Okay. Forgot he went to Tampa as we're doing Ravens talk. Yeah, and, and didn't was that? Uh, I saw Wagner over there and and the Lions game last yeah. night. Is yeah. that oh, our yeah, Ricky yeah, Wagner? Yeah. Uh-huh. Ryan. 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 I thought it was Ricky Wagner. It's Ryan Wagner? I thought no, Ryan, Ryan Wagner is the, oh, the, the announcer, announcer for the Orioles. <laughs> All right, you're right. The PA announcer. You're right. All right. Any other uh, Orioles-Ravens news ever there oh, for you? We got, I mean, well, it's Steelers week. It's Steelers week. So you guys have some thoughts on – I mean, the Steelers are playing tonight, so it's hard to – It's hard to really judge them. If they're going to be winless, we don't know. Hey, that'd be nice. It's um, in Pittsburgh. 
in Pittsburgh. So it's, right. it's, it's I mean, it's going to be a Donnie Brook because it always is. Mm-hmm. Right. Hopefully, CJ Mosley will be back. It's the Sunday night game, eight thirty game. Yeah, eight twenty. Whatever. Um, Ray Lewis was honored with his. Uh, oh, Hall of yeah. Fame bu- Hall of Fame ring yesterday at the stadium. If you went, Very you got cool. to go get your picture taken with the Hall of Fame bust. Yeah, I think the whole so. parade thing. I think all that's very cool. Yeah. Oh, uh, I got to show you guys this. I don't think we even talked about this Wednesday night. I went to the game. We had tickets, but you guys couldn't go, so I used the tickets and two of my kids it took two of my kids. It was the Bird WrestleMania night. Yeah, the bobblehead thing. Yes, and they had the the WWE Championship belt that the kids could get their picture taken with. Nice. That's not the real belt. How, how, I don't think it was the real one. Those real belts are heavy. It was heavy. It right. was heavy. It was heavy. Yeah, yeah. It was. Did, I mean, it, did it you was, get your picture taken with it? No, just uh, Delaney oh, and Albert. That'll be nice with the WWE ah, okay. belt. Nice. Uh, but it was coconut cool. pick right there. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, that's what we get to look forward to as Oriole fans. The promotion is promotion. Promotional when, night, baby. When do promotions? When are they released for 2019? That's uh, going to be the big day. Not soon enough. Forget opening know. day. I the will big say day is promotional release. The, the fan week, fan appreciation weekend for this after this crappy season, or is lame on promotions. You think so? A coaster set on Friday. Uh, the vest, the a, puffy vest. A puffy vest on Saturday. And a duffel bag. And a duffel bag on Sunday. I actually, my fan of the coaster is kind of different. Uh, is it like, uh, what's the coaster? Have they released pictures of the yeah, coasters? Yeah, it's like little circular it's the, coasters the with the circle. logo. Are there players' heads? No, no, no it's no. a little logo. The, like the 80s bird circle head. Right, like the thing you okay. could buy over Swing at. Swing and uh, bat. Right, like stop by Models and you can buy a set for six bucks. Yeah. You know um, those iPhones, you can get your pictures done in the cartoon style. What do you call that? Emoji? Uh, Emojis or bitmoji, uh, whatever. Oh, yeah, bitmojis. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, you know DJ. You ever look at a picture of DJ Stewart? Every uh, picture you see of DJ Stewart looks like his bitmoji, <laughs> like it's not really him. <laughs> okay. Go and Google DJ Stewart, and you'll swear it's a bitmoji. It's not really him, but it's him. We uh we have tickets for Friday night. Friday night, we last do. game. That's season. our last game. Yeah, yeah. coaster it's, night. It's ours. Farewell to Adam Jones. Our farewell. Um. Uh, yeah. Bert's gonna be bringing some posters for Buck Show all <laughs> <Yeah. Right. laughs> We're going to... Uh, the buck stops here. That's what it'll say. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but that is worth bringing on Friday night. <laughs> that literally just came to me. I'm never going to... I should have just... I'm Thank out. you very much. Thank you very much. It's been great. Right. <laughs> uh, no, that's just how Buck should end his final his final post-game conference. <laughs> um, we're going to try to do a little video work on Friday before the game for an upcoming 336 project. Okay. So if someone, if right. any of our uh, 336ers want to come and help out, reach out to me. All right. So I shouldn't always, dress like a slug. So I shouldn't uh, wear I mean, my Donnerster costume. I'm going to be getting my picture taken. I mean, whatever you want. Or, yeah, it's full dinosaur costumes for everyone. No. I mean, if people on the internet are going to see what I look like, i got to at least try to look good. I'll be wearing my Orioles Hawaiian shirt. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I have so I have a whole stack of them. We can go. Oh, I do toward, too. I got a ton yes. of those. I got a couple of the Maryland script. And how many times have you ever worn those out in public? Never. Uh, mine are still folded on this chair. I was thinking of putting them on eBay this week. Same. I mean, I, I mine are still folded. Uh, if anybody wants one, hit me up. I'll just give it to you. Oh, okay. You're trying to show up Josh here. <laughs> uh-huh. I'm going to no. eBay. You say you'll give them away. Tell, tell me how much Josh wants to sell them to you. I'll sell them to you for a dollar less. <laughs> <laughs> a buck less? <laughs> <laughs> Hey-oh. Hey-oh.
You guys both make good buck jokes. Thanks. I gotta think of one. You guys talk for a while, so I can think of a good buck joke. Yeah, well, uh, you go. know, it's, it's deer hunting season like this weekend. If you want to go that direction with your with your buck joke, oh, uh, I don't want to about. Start, I don't want to make a joke about putting the buck down. I mean, it's the same. It's, I'm pretty sure it's this weekend that deer season opens up in Maryland. Yeah, right. I, I definitely heard some people are going. I would have no going idea. out this weekend. It's kind of. Time, poor timing for Buck's end of his career. Yeah, yeah. Better, oh, I get it. Buck better stay inside. That's all I got to say. <laughs> all right, boys and girls. Thanks for listening and checking us out on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, <laughs> Twitcher. Twitcher. Twitch. Twitch. Banana Peel. Instagram for Roadblock. About, Instagram for about a minute. Grinder. Appreciate you checking us out on all those hot spots. Hey, uh, on, uh, on Facebook, Ryan Powell says that they do that when flying in costume or without costume. They do have to go through TSA, but they go through their own little private version, not the one we all go through. So maybe they've got wider ones for guys <laughs> like in dinosaur costumes. Of course. Or I'm some, sure I see it all the time. Or, uh, or big pictures. <laughs> Sydney Ponson. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Matt Alberts. Thank you. Matt Alberts. Exactly. Matt Alberts. All right, guys, check us out on all those social media platforms. Just search Section 336. Yep. Right, right on iTunes. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Section 336. You can follow Bert on Twitter at Bert Rohde. And you can follow Josh on Twitter at Josh Taroka. Thanks for listening, boys and girls. And as always, go O's and go Ravens. Beat the Steelers. Thank you for listening to the Section 336 podcast. Please go to iTunes and Facebook for all complaints or the occasional compliment. If I were you, I would not take any baseball advice from these guys. Josh and Matt were raised by an Orioles-obsessed father, and Bert, uh, well, Bert fell in love with Don Mattingly. He has a thing for mustaches.